Hey, Burke and I are here to welcome you back to part two. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. Not the best intro song because we want to listen to the whole dang thing. Oh. Sorry. 
<laughs> I say, Burke was sitting there watching me, and and I'm like, I jammed out. <laughs> yeah, I get into this jam because it reminds me of my first marriage, <laughs> and I mean, whenever I hear that song, it's like. I've got to hear the whole thing. I'm sorry. Um, like Cartman and Come Sail Away. We'll edit that in post. <laughs> so I actually cut the last segment short. Okay. Because uh, on my phone here. Yes. What I do have, we have on our phone? I have a, I have a tracker on on the Svetlana and I wanted to get a uh I wanted to get a pipe smoke in before she got home. <laughs> I thought you got busted already. Yeah I did but I won't smoke in forever. I just I won't do it. It's I think it's dirty and I I don't like the fact that I'm smoking again. But I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Wife found that. Oh, did she? Yeah. How'd that go over? Uh, better than I thought. <laughs> but I'm in the same boat. Won't. Yeah. 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 Won't. Won't do it in forever. Yeah. Yeah. And and. I mean, at some point in time, I will come to reality and go, okay, I got to quit. But, damn, I like it. (laughs) 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 Makes me cough like shit and all that, but damn. It feels good. It feels so damn good. Hey, I did mention this, and I have to, because I'm I'm using our audience as like a a something to to smack me upside the head. I gained six pounds nah. with the wedding. Dude, don't do not beat yourself up. That's the biggest thing. Like if you're trying to lose weight, you're gonna have setbacks. You're gonna have events that are gonna set you back don't worry about it just go back to whatever you were doing before and you're gonna start losing it you'll be all right and 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 like i've been the hell's that did you not mute your phone no that 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 was the security (laughs) system saying hey somebody's at your front door (laughs) i Um, wonder what could be no no the wedding had okay the wedding had barbecued brisket, had barbecued sausage, mm. had chicken and waffles, mm. had a s'mores station. Oh god damn! Had key lime pie. Oh, got <laughs> gain six. I gained more than six pounds, man. I think you did good. Holy hell! Oh God, that sounds good. Oh my God, dude! I mean, I, 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 so I've been eating good. this rabbit food now for two weeks. 
I swear I was gaining weight. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Finally, like, got on the scale. Emotional damage. <laughs> what the hell you think? <laughs> Finally, so, like, got on the scale tonight. I was like, okay, I'm down three pounds. It's about time. But, yeah, it's, it gets worse every year, man. It's, now, just, it's getting harder and harder. No, and, yeah. and, I mean, I'm on a diet where all I eat is chicken and uh i cut out all the sugar except for alcohol same um but bert got me on the cutting out the sugar uh bert, bert it's the weirdest thing isn't that not the weirdest thing like the first two weeks you're dying for it yeah you look at it you look at a anything chocolate you're like oh god i want it so bad and then like three weeks later you're like meh yeah you know uh, yeah. we don't endorse products and stuff like that i'm gonna tell you yeah we do sparkling ice oh, from yeah. sam's club or costco both of them carry it <laughs> there's that security <laughs> system i'll uh, tell you what i Went to the store with my wife the other day, which I do maybe once every month or two. Or, you know, you still got go some... out with her? Yeah, I, I kind of like her. She's, you know, she's been my wife for a while, but she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, went out. Like I, like I saw a squirt in diet. I'm like, oh, God, that sounds really good. I grabbed some of that. I got... Um, the orange, uh, sun-kissed orange in diet. Yeah, yeah. And there was diet 7-Up cherry. And I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm just grabbing all these things. Dude, I have forgotten how good squirt is. Because it's, well, it's almost as good as the... Squirt, the, squirt was it's always good. Soda. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's grapefruit soda. It's almost as good as the ice grapefruit. It yeah. might even be a little bit better because it's a little more intense. Um but uh, like I'm, I, I just mix up a little bit of vodka with the orange squirt or the orange yeah. sunkiss. Oh man, it is tasty as all get out. I, oh my yeah. god, I, I, I... <laughs> burn your stuff off. <laughs> um. Okay, so I, I am gonna tell this story. I have to. <laughs> um, we were at the wedding. And the only way that I could get Svetlana to come to the wedding was if I promised to dance with her. Because I don't dance. I I have very bad, uh, uh, very bad balance. Burke learned that in put in bay because mm -hmm. i kept falling over on the dance floor um i learned that my leg muscles can't hold me up for very long because i'm fat so <laughs> so i go out on the uh, song comes on great song i don't i forget what it, i think it was journey and uh i go out there and i start dancing and within 30 seconds, I hear, please go sit down. 
You're trying your best. <laughs> I'm trying to dance with you. Please go sit down. Okay. Okay. I, I promised I would dance with you. Yep, and you fulfilled your promise. GTFO. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. I, I I hate I hate getting old. I hate getting old. I stood in front of the mirror the other day and I was like where the fuck did my legs go? Because <laughs> I used to have like really big thighs. Um, golfed a lot, did a lot bicycling, all that yeah, stuff. Bicycling will do it, man. I used to have thighs of thunder back in the day because I mean I would bike up Merriman Hill without yeah. stopping. Well, I, okay. I used to ride my bike from Medina to Akron. Damn. I I used to do 30, 32 to 45 miles a day. I, I was I, big on the whole uphill thing because, like, um, La Jolla, the, the golf course. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so from north of there, you have to go up PCH. It is a mile and a half hill on a 10-speed bike. You have yeah. to be in the lowest gear stand on the pedals the whole way up yeah i didn't even have a racing bike i had my dad's it was a decent 10 speed it wasn't a great but it was a decent one i made it up that hill without stopping and there's like dudes in biker outfits and helmets and the you know the 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 tight pants they're walking their damn bikes up the hill and i'm like hey what's up <laughs> it's just like i just i just i made the whole damn hill I, I my bike was a nineteen eighty four Olympics bike, steel framed, mm. ten speed. Uh, I thought I was the shit. I really did. Crap bike. I find yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah they, these guys are riding. Hell. These guys are riding bikes they can lift up with one finger. Yeah, yeah. But I used to ride that thing from my house back roads through copley all the way to the university of akron Ugh. oh i know that's that's a <laughs> hell that's of rough. a track yes um but i was a huge biker dude i looked in the mirror the other day i was like what the hell are those Somebody stuck chicken legs on my fat ass. What the? Okay, getting old sucks. <laughs> it does. What? Well, when I was 300 pounds, getting old was okay because <laughs> I, I still had shape and all that. I've lost weight, and I'm like, where the fuck are my legs? <laughs> The fat's all gone. It's nothing but muscle. And the muscle's all gone. What the hell? <laughs> I, 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 I want to get some uh, Mountain Dew. Yeah, sure. That's in the fridge over there. Thank you. I'll just take one. What the sorry. hell you <laughs> Hit the wrong button. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, wait, how far away from work do you live? 
Uh, here? Yeah. Um, 2.5 miles. Dude, buy a bike. This is not the place to own a bike. Okay. People around here cannot drive. Mm. You will get run over. Like, I had my brother-in-law live here for two years. He got run over twice. Ooh. Riding a that's, bike less than a mile. That's no bueno. Yeah. People around here do not know how to drive. I'm about to shut off my <laughs> security system. Apparently, or at least just a notification. Apparently, people want to keep coming in going out. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we should get back to the task. We're only halfway through. I'm picking my nose, man. Go ahead. So anyway. I, next... I know what the next show is. What's, what's the next show? The Toy. Oh, the next movie. Got it, got it, got it. Yes, The Toy with Richard Pryor. Oh, and, great. Uh, this is a great flick. Well, yeah, on the surface, and your old memories uh, would say, yes, it is a great movie. However, what was the premise of this in 1982? Well, I'll let you explain that because uh, I just looked at it and I'm laughing the whole time. <laughs> so a rich white guy, Jackie Gleason, decides to hire or buy a black man. A black man. <laughs> To take care of his kid. The hell? That's for white people. That's the only time that that soundbite is actually <laughs> truly irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And the, the young kid in question is Scott Schwartz, who actually showed up in a Christmas story as Flick. I knew I knew him from somewhere. Oh, wait, that was Flick? Yeah. That was a little kid that Richard Pryor was wow. hired to. Yeah, yeah. it's it, just a little too cringy because it, it really crossed the line between I'm hiring you to I, you'll do what I say because I, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it just, it would not fly today. It's that just, is one big pile of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what that is. Do you got any tomato meters on this bad boy? Or? Oh, oh, do I have a tomato meter? <laughs> okay, I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark. I'm going to say tomato meter is in the 48 range. Three. Oh, damn. Three. Have we, wait a minute, have we ever, have we ever done a movie where the tomato meter was three? Well, we had a movie where the tomato meter was zero. Ooh. But this is the first one that is in the single digits with multiple responses. Mm. Wow. 
To top it off, the audience meter is only 53. Yeah, 53. Um, I watched this movie when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I do believe I cringed back then. Uh, it came out in 1982. And... For those of us that grew up watching the news in the 70s and all that, um, this was just kind of beyond cringe. Um, I mean, in the 70s, we still had a lot of hate crimes going on and stuff like that. And we kind of grew up with that now richard pryor does make it funny yeah no he does um he's the only really redeeming part of the whole movie really yeah i mean jackie gleason is not i mean i love jackie gleason yeah smoking the bandit yeah but the only redeeming thing in this whole movie is richard pryor and knowing that he signed off on the movie kind of makes it better, but 3%, guys. Yeah, that's, that's, that's rough. Not, wa- not worth watching. Nope. All righty. So next on our list of... This one is more of a technicality, so this is going to be a little bit lighter. Uh, this is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And, and I, th- I am absolutely cringing at you bringing this up. Well, okay. I put this on the list because with today's technology, I don't think this movie could happen. Because Ferris would have an iPhone or a phone that could be tracked. Um, Half the time you're doing virtual classrooms. You could not get away with that stuff. It's basically a technicality. I do not think that with today's technology, this would be viable. Mm. Other than that, I mean, and this is absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Matthew Broderick, Alan Rock, Mia, Mia Sarah. Sarah. Jennifer Gray, oh my! Oh. Mm-hmm. Before her nose job, uh, Jeffrey Jones. Who, yeah, I couldn't have him in that movie today. Oh, I love that guy though. Eating um, McClurg, I love eating McClurg in this movie. Oh my god, I love it. And Ben Stein. Oh yeah, Ben. Wait, wait. Here it is. Bueller. 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 Uh, Cindy Pickett was in it as well. Cindy Pickett was great. Yes, is Katie Bueller. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. the mom. Well, no, I mean, and the dad, Lemon Ward. Dude, yeah. he is so good. He's so clueless. Charlie Sheen's one of his best bit parts ever. Yeah, it's it a great movie. I just, I, I think as a on technical 
Like you just, you, you can't do that. The kids are so able to be tracked. There's security camera. I, I just, I don't think it could happen today. It, it is only an eighties movie. Like if you did it as a period piece today, maybe it would fly, but you couldn't, you couldn't do it in modern times, basically. So it's kind of a technicality movie. Here's a clip. Oh, wait. Before we do the clip. Yes. Sorry, I have to mute the commercial. (laughs) Before we do the clip, um, 81 tomato meter. I believe it. Uh, Audience is probably more in the 90s. I think it's 92. Fair enough. Um. Here's Ferris Bueller's day off. said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. What is so dangerous about a character like Ferris Bueller is he gives good kids bad ideas. Why should he get to skip school when everybody else has to go? Syphilitic meningitis. He never gets caught. This guy in my biology class said that if Ferris dies, he's giving his eyes to Stevie Wonder. Well, he's very popular, Ed. I recall Central Park in fall. Ferris Bueller, do you know him? Yeah, he's getting me out of summer school. They think he's a righteous dude. Think he'll be alive this weekend? I can see him denying popular beliefs, setting off on some impossible mission. Jeopardizes my ability to effectively govern this student body. He does whatever he wants. You know, as long as I've known him, everything works for him. Whatever he wants. He's very cool. And he never gets nailed. Ferris can do anything. Oh, he's such a sweet. Wake up and smell the coffee, Mrs. Bueller. It's a fool's paradise. He is just leading you down the primrose path. Matthew Broderick. Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's day off. Because life is too beautiful a thing to waste. Dude, there were like five scenes that never made it to the movie. In that I know, what I the know. Hell, oh my god! Now I want to see all the outtakes. <laughs> um, can this movie be remade? If it was a period piece, yes. Could it be? Could Could Ferris Bueller be made in these days? In modern times, as a modern movie, probably not. Because let's face it, the family in that upscale place would have security cameras and all that kind of crap on there. When you show up at the police department with your daughter, there's a little more shit going on than they just let her go and it's all fine. I mean, there's just, you know, I understand it's a farce and it's a comedy and everything, but it's just too many technical things today that wouldn't fly. Okay. I understand what you're saying. And I can agree. If if it was set in this time, yeah. couldn't be done. Like, I don't know that anybody uses school buses anymore. Sorry. This are. I guess it's a burp button now. <laughs> Sorry. So like I say, it's kind of a technicality. It's like, yeah, probably not. Yeah, this one... This one's tough because this is really a classic. 
8192 it's would a father with a Ferrari not have a security system on his house? Now we're getting mm. snow. But it's the 80s. Yeah. Alrighty. Let's All move right. on, my friend. What do you have? This one, I, yeah, and this is another. We've, we've talked about this film. We've, we've got soundtracks we play from this film. This is Revenge of the Nerds. Ooh. You know the one scene I'm talking about in this one that would not let it fly? Uh, well, there's several, but... Um, the nudity? I was going to say the, uh, the... Wasn't it like a... Oh, no. Was it the panty raid? No. No. When the nerd grabs the Darth Vader mask and pretends to be the popular cheerleader's boyfriend and has sex with her while wearing the mask. Today, that would be straight up rape. Dude, you're killing my childhood. Uh, you wanted to do this list, man. <laughs> I'm just pointing out the uh, little tidbits that make it bad. I, and the film is cute. I mean, we've played music from this film. Uh, it, 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 for the most part, it's hilarious. It's, you know, nerds versus the jocks. It's like you know, the underdog story. You want them to win. And, and, except for that scene... It's a fun movie. I, I like the movie. You would have to cut that whole thing. I, like, I don't even know how you would get the nerd and the popular girl together exactly. It'd have to be some major, major rewrites for that whole little plot twist to happen. Dude, you're absolutely killing <laughs> some of the best movies of my childhood. I mean, I, you're I knocking lived- out... You're not. I live to crush your dreams, man. That's my golden life. You're you're knocking out sixteen candles. You're knocking out. A you're getting. You're getting ahead of yourselves. Come on, man. Of flicks. I'm just saying, man. Like, what, could you write that movie and have it fly today? All right, starring Robert Carradine, Anthony Edwards. Ted McGinley, Timothy Busfield, Andrew Casas, Curtis Armstrong. Booger. Who else is in there? Larry B. Scott, Julia Montgomery, John Goodman. Bernie hey, who Casey. The, who was the main jock who ended up going on to uh, marry with children? Uh, da, da. The blonde guy. Can't remember now. Yeah, I mean, a lot of good players. Yeah. Um, I'm not seeing him listed. 
Old please. Da 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 da. Timothy, I got for yeah, Timothy Busfield. He went on to do thirty something for a long time. Um, no, Ted McGinley, Stan Gable. Yes. Yeah, he went on to be uh, Marcy's second husband. Bernie yes. Casey. Bernie Casey's great. Uh, it, the weird thing about this movie is like the whole race thing, not an issue. Um, no, it was it wasn't, was, it wasn't yeah. about race. It was more about. Nerds. Rape. <laughs> Just to put it mildly, rape. Um, Nerds. Yeah. Nerds. Brian Tachi is Takashi. I loved him. And um, Curtis Armstrong. Oh, my God. Better off dead. Just a ton of stuff. I love him in that. Okay. So, uh, the whole rape thing bothers me. But, God's honestly, the whole thing was about nerds like us getting laid. Oh, shit. We're fucked. 71. <laughs> 71 on the tomato meter. 73 audience. Yeah. All right. Just to yeah. make it even worse. Yeah, I don't want to hear anymore. Same, I don't want to hear anymore. The same scenario in 16 Candles. Is that the next one? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. John Hughes is turning in his grave. Well, he shouldn't have written shit and done. Molly Ringwald, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, just, yeah. Long duck dong. Giddy Watanabe. Oh, I kind of wreck it. And if he's not a little on the racist side, sure what is. Uh, yeah, you get the whole she's drunk, take her, have sex with her, and she'll love you in the morning thing. Not a great plot point. But, okay, hold on. I think the whole point in this movie was not about him having sex with her. I think the whole point in this movie was him advancing out of geekdom into thank people you. liking him. Despair. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, God's honestly, he was just showing his under or his prize underwear that he got. From a woman. That, that part of the movie is fine. You, you, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Where do you have the problem? Okay, so Jake's girlfriend, who he hates, he packs her off in a car with yes. Anthony Michael Hall. Yes. She is totally obliterated. Yeah. He says, do whatever you want to her. She'll never know because she's drunk. Yes. Pretty sure that might be the definition of rape. Not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that if you take advantage of a woman while she is under the influence and she doesn't know who you are, that's bad. If I 
remember correctly from this movie. All I remember is the scene of her waking up and breaking up with her boyfriend. Did they have sex? Oh, yeah, because he even goes, did we do what I think we did last night? And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's there. And she's like, I think I kind of liked it. Oh, okay. You were fucked up. That's just wrong. John Hughes is a dick. Sorry, man. Like, it's not horrible, but it's not good, man. My favorite director from the 80s has to be ostracized, and all his movies must be erased. No, just just forget about that one. We don't, we don't talk about that one. Damn. All right, we got we got time for this this one here. All right, there. The, I I saw this movie years ago. This is a Scott Bayo film right. called Zapped. This is a flick I've never seen. Well, I have. It was. It was. If it was lucky, it was a B movie. Um, you got Willie Ames, who was in It Is Enough, I recall. Uh, Scott Bayo was in it. Robert Mandon from Soap, Scatman Crothers, and a couple other people. But basically, Scott Bayo gets these psychic powers and can lift girls' skirts up. But that is not the worst part of the movie. There is a section in this party, or this movie, where uh, Peyton, which is played by Willie Ames, dupes a woman into having sex with him under the guise of being someone else. We're in the same boat as the last three movies here. It's like date rape is just not a good thing to have in a movie. Just You couldn't get away with that crap today. And the premise is pretty flimsy. I mean, it was just not a great movie to begin with. And then you throw that in there like, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's bad. Tomato meter. Six. Six. No, oh, I was going 15. Uh, I was, <laughs> audience is probably 23. 39. Uh, yeah. Like I said, not, not good. A, not good. Not good at all. Um, I haven't seen it. Uh, don't bother. You're not missing nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't, they don't even show it on reruns. That's how bad that flick is. You know what's scary? Robert J. Rosenthal wrote it, directed it. What else did he do? Let's look him up real quick. Uh, Line of Fire, Zapped, Malibu Beach, The Pom Pom Girls. I have Malibu Beach and Zapped. Yeah, he didn't have... Well, let's see. Let's expand his writing. Oh, no, yeah. He's got all the five writing things and two directors. Yeah. And Malibu Beach, his other show. 
Yeah, that looks like a quality piece of work there. There's almost a DNA. almost as good as spring break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, James Doughton, who was the jackhole in um uh oh god. Um oh we're beeping. Um Animal House. Yes. The jerk in Animal House. That's about the only name person I see in that whole movie. Good God. But anyway, so yeah, in the same boat. So, sir, find us some music to cruise out of here on, and we are down to one, two, three, four. Down to our last five. Yeah, I have to go pee. (laughs) We'll be right back. Bye. Solo karaoke. This is the song. Skipping and a jumping in the misty morning fog with all oh, our hearts are thumping and you, my brown eyed girl. Slow, gone down the old man with a transistor radio, standing in the sunlight, laughing, hiding behind a rainbow's wall, slipping and sliding all along the waterfall with you, a brown eyed girl. Podcast songs that can't be made today, starring Sublime. Yeah. Although any song with a tuba solo, it's okay with me. <laughs> um, 
So unfortunately for Burke, it took me a little bit of time to get back here. Um, we're opening boxes in the garage. To find and, stuff to throw away? Uh, just to figure out where the fuck it needs to go. In the trash? Um, so one of the boxes that they opened up was um, stuff from my dad. Oh. That, that my dad packed up and, and shipped right before he died. Um, so I'm like, okay, what is it? What is it? There's this Merlin, pewter Merlin on top of like purple quartz. Oh, wow. Holding a, um, a sphere. It was really cool. It's like, <laughs> damn, dad sent that to me. Um, then there was, do you remember Fraggle Rock? Oh, yeah. That was a Henson program, wasn't it? Yes. Well, Fraggle Rock came out, and I was totally infatuated with them. And one of my projects at school, pottery projects, was that I made a doozer head. Was it a doozer or dozer? Doozer? It was doozer. Okay. The doozer head is like that fucking big and weighs like four pounds. <laughs> um, the old man packed it up in like uh, bubble wrap oh, and wow. sent it to me. Um, <laughs> I'll post a picture of it. Um, yeah, my, my dad was, uh, he was a great man. Yeah. Bought great cars. <laughs> great vans. Freaking minivan <laughs> with the V6 in it. <laughs> V6 turbo. <laughs> Scott, you gotta have power. <laughs> I got to drive that once and it was a blast. <laughs> My my my! Um, I gotta get something for my house. It's thirty miles away, and I need it in ten minutes. I got you, fam. Give me the dad's van. <laughs> I, it is the only Dodge Caravan I I've ever found that had twin turbos in it with the V six. He had the twin turbos added, and Burke drove it after the twin turbos were put. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, oh, I like this. Maybe vans don't suck. <laughs> That's the every car I've ever driven at this point in my life. <laughs> God, I love that man. Um, and he put up with my mother. And, no. Anyways, hey, we're on our next show. I think, I think I've seen this flick. Oh, really? Yeah. Now that okay. I've read the description and all that, see Thomas Howell in Soul Man. <sighs> this was so. uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this one's pretty easy. This one. 
This one's got a big old target on it. So, uh, the very white... Cal- I'm just reading the storyline from IMDb. The very white California kid, Mark Watson, uh, is a result of his self-made millionaire father refusing to pay tuition for him to attend prestigious Harvard Law School. Mark's only hope rests in a full scholarship intended for an African-American applicant. And a bunch of tanning pills. Now with his curly perm and dark complexion, Mark can fraudulently make his dream come true. No. D- 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 no. You-, you can't do black. No. Like like Robert Downey Jr. kind of got away with it. Because he was an actor playing a black man. So it- it's-, it's pushing the boundaries. This one, not in a fucking million years would you ever be able to do this damn film again. Nope. Uh, um, do, do you got any tomato meters on this bad boy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing single digits, maybe? 13. Oh, wow. Better than I thought. Audience score was 34. No, wow. Unless they were from Canada. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. True, e- Trudeau e- and blackface coming. I'm. I. I. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That was, yeah. No, yeah. That that movie is such an easy target. Uh, now. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. I, uh, I. I don't even have anything to say to this because I'm no. like, um, no. No, yeah. no. 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 Not, not going to go there. Nope. Uh, the next one's a. a Pretty big target also. This is the movie Porky's from 1981. It's just... It's got a whole mess of little things in there. I mean, the gratuitous boobs and naked women. Okay, whatever. It's an 80s movie. The way they handle sex and the way they talk about women, and it's, it's just not kosher. And then you had the whole subplot where they had the Jewish guy in there and like they were like downright mean to him. But then all of a sudden, like when he was useful, then they accepted it. Not because being good to everybody is good. No, he was useful. So now we're going to be nice to him. So you got bigotry. You got horrible ethics about sex. You've got kids peeking into underage girls in high school through the there's just a whole mess of now i will say hell no (laughs) i will say um khaki hunter played wendy smoking kim cattrall was the phys ed teacher that was when she was in her maximum oddness, oh, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, as far as the content goes, Porky's was basically what we would call soft porn. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could go that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was probably that borderline R. Yeah. yeah <laughs> into X. Yeah, it was. It was. Kim Cattrall naked. Uh, um, 
Now, with that being said, could it be made? No. 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 Um, the interesting fact is that the tomato meter. Oh, it's all, probably in the 40 or 50% mark, isn't it? 34. Yeah. The audience score. 56. 57. Once again, your memory is better than reality sometimes when it comes to 30 or 40 years ago. Um, now, I grew up with the, the Porky's movies. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, they were funny as shit. Yeah, no, they had some they had some good comedy. Um but a lot of it was the, the expense of other people and it was just not not kosher. You know what I mean? No. I mean you had them all out in that shack trying to like what was the line? Um well, the the one scene I always remember is the, the shower scene where they drilled holes into the yeah, wall yeah but they're, they're out in that shack and they're trying to like hook up with this girl and like the the main character peewee is like realizing he's gonna get be the fifth person in line so oh, i'll just scrape her up off the mattress like oh that's just fucking disgusting it was, <laughs> and then her big black boyfriend comes in acting like a stereotypical black man it's like yeah no that's just no couldn't do it I'm saddened by this, but I will have to have to agree. Yeah. All right. Next up, Police Academy of all things. What the hell do you? Well, the hell you say? You got a little bit. It's Police Academy. Okay. Do you think you can make that same movie today? Is the question. The hell, that's for white people. <laughs> yeah, could you have Bubba Smith playing the kind of dumb black? Hell guy? yes! Hell yes! Could you have the female sergeant basically kind of raping one of the the? Yeah, you know, he was. Yeah, he was willing. But anyway, I, I there everything was consensual in police academy but in today's blue lives matter could you get away with showing the cops in a bad light yes yes <laughs> just to ask steve gutenberg <laughs> and i'm going to tell you right now half the audience agrees 64% with the audience meter. 57 with the tomato meter. Which and The funny thing is, Michael Winslow, the guy that does all the special effects with his voice, they mm -hmm. kind of found him and just wrote him in as a character because he could do all that. So they kind of rewrote half the movie just to put him in there, which I'm all down with that. 
because then he showed up in Spaceballs and was awesome. I love G.W. Bailey, the lieutenant. Oh, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's so good. Hey, it's Kim Cattrall again. Look at that. <laughs> she showed up in a lot of those borderline movies, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Yeah, um, she did. G.W. Bailey was probably my favorite character in this, though. Yeah. Um, kind of reminds you of, like, Private Benjamin, Eileen Brennan. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be a dick, and I'm going to teach you the right way to do things, and all of a sudden I'm hurt, and you're going to do it on your own. Um, yeah, this one's, yeah. <laughs> Our big toe, Sergeant Holka. See, I, I hate to slam this movie because Steve Gutenberg, who's not big anymore, mm. um, really kind of made these movies fun. And no, he, he, he played he played it right. He played it I mean, he played it kind of innocently. I mean, mm -hmm. he was not a real malicious character in the movie. He just had a a, a fun streak in him, and you know, yeah. And I, I there really isn't many Gutenberg movies I don't like. Come to think of it, and Hightower, played by Bubba Smith, um. Little really, stereotypical, you know, well, stereotypical, but he wasn't stupid, he wasn't, he was a big man who could hold his own. I think the biggest problem that you run into is with uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Marion Ramsey is the mousy little, yeah, yeah, that seems to be a little bit. On the raunchy side. Now, but the, the really weird thing is this movie was actually based on an actual occurrence. There was a time in L.A. where they had such a shortage of policemen that they broadened the ability of applicants like, you know, older, younger, more overweight. They actually let in a whole bunch of these kind of misfits into the program. So it was kind of a commentary on what was going on in LA at the time. So right, you got that going on the plus side for this movie. It's, it, it's poking fun at stupidity in government. So I'm okay with that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, oh shit. Maintenance in progress. Well, on your computer? Um, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh, no um, bueno. I I oh. may not have any more tomatoes. Yeah, um, that's all right. We get the MDBs. It's all good. Yep. Can't even find the next movie. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Okay, so. Police Academy, I don't necessarily agree with. I think it could be done. Well, here, we're in that same category with 
uh, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, it, it, this is a this is an iffy one. You, you know, it, it depends on the timeline. So, Ferris could it, Bu- could it be done today and set in current day? Like yeah. this is, and I think it could because stupidity still lives. Okay, but you know, leave it leave it up to the audience. All right, what's your next one? Ah, oh, this one pains me, pains me. Because this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Animal House. National Lampoon's Animal House. 1978. John Landis as director. Writers Harold Ramis, Doug Kenny, and Chris Miller. Starring John Belushi, Karen Allen, Stephen First, Mark Metcalf, Martha Smith. There's James Doughton again. Kevin mm-hmm. Bacon in his first movie appearance ever. Um, Tim Matheson, Bruce McGill, Peter Rygart, Donald Sutherland. I love this movie to death. Absolutely love this movie. There's one big old chunk you would have to take out of this bad boy. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Re- remember the. What was his name? Uh, Tom, uh, Larry Kroger. Yes. Freshman. Remember, he hooks up with the mayor's daughter. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember what she told him her age was at the end of the movie? Yes. 14. Yeah. A college freshman and a 14-year-old. Nah, not going to fly. Not going to do it. I know nothing, nothing. And I almost think that the scene where they go to the bar and see Otis Day in the Nights might have had, might have some issues with people today. Not quite sure. Might have some issues today. Mm -hmm. I know, right? Hey, hey, I'm going to play a clip. Do it. Do it, man. Brother Didi, Brother Bluto. You ain't that yin yang. Oh. Nehemiah. You hate his guts, right? I guess so. You guess so? Yes, I hate him. I hate his guts. Look, now we have an old saying in Delta. Don't get mad. Get even. was John Belushi at the top of his game, man. Oh, hell yeah. And most of this movie was all physical comedy. He did not have a whole hell of a lot of lines. He was just there doing stuff, and he was hilarious. the horse into the dean's office. Nice horse. Good. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. 
Who's in there? Oh boy, is this great! Now finish it. Oh fun. god. Are you kidding? I never shot anything before in my life. I thought you hated Niedermeyer's guts. I do. And what about that horse? Is there anything in the world you hate as much as that horse? Get it over with, kid. Is that like a Colt 1911? What is that? Oh, that was a 45. Just blanks, right? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this scene. There might be some animal cruelty, too, man, thrown in for good measure. <laughs> Points it at the ceiling. <laughs> Holy shit! There were blanks in that gun! I didn't even point the gun at him! Holy shit! There were blanks in that gun! Maybe he had a heart attack! Holy shit! <laughs> Um, there's some freaking brilliant parts to this movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Could it be done again? Um, once again, major, no. Major editing. I mean, it would. It would just be. Oh so, no! It'd be so diluted and sad. Uh, oh my god. Um. Like I said, there's funny parts to this movie. Um. Ninety ninety one. Oh yeah, I believe it. 91 on the tomato meter. Probably 96 on the audience? 89. Yeah. I, like but, I love this movie, but I don't think it could get done again, man. Not, not in its original form. No, but I think you have to put this film... Onto like a, a list, a high list <laughs> of one of the best films ever filmed. Oh yeah, um, it's absolutely absurd and but, funny as hell. And like most of the, like this was Kenny's college career. I mean, it was just stories that of stuff that had happened to them. That they put on film. It's like, oh dear God. <laughs> the 60s were a quite different time. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, sir. What's your next? We are at the very last one. And this is the movie we have talked about many times. 
And the reason that this mist was, list was made, because we have said for a long, long time, there is no way in hell that you can make blazing saddles today. Oh, shit. Mel Brooks. There's a show coming up about all of Mel Brooks' films. I don't know what to say about this. Um, Blazing Saddles was iconic growing up. Oh, yeah. Now, it sucked watching on TV because they cut out a lot of the N-words. They cut out yeah. most of the farts. But if you could see it in real form, it was just hilarious. The film is actually very well it's hilarious man um but you got a lot of white people saying the n-word racist maybe <laughs> i mean the, the thing that really saves this movie is that all the racist people are really portrayed as ignorant stupid people and the smartest guy in the whole movie is sheriff bart Black guy. Yeah. Which is where I think Mel Brooks was extremely smart. Oh, yeah. About how he wrote the film. Here's the thing. Mel Brooks. Oh, God. I said it. It's been a while, man. It felt good, man. Just roll with it. Here's the thing. Mel Brooks, a Jewish uh, Very Jewish man. producer, writer, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, a man that lived through the Holocaust. Um, he wrote films that made fun of a lot of things that, that now, made people very uncomfortable. Nowadays, we find them uncomfortable. But freaking look at his life. Look at what he went through. He's making jokes about stuff that alleviates his uh, his life. Mm-hmm. Now he makes light of stuff that was bad oppression to him or badness. You got to remember. He wrote this in conjunction with Richard Pryor. Yeah. This was written by a Jewish guy and a black comedian. And it's like, and had Richard Pryor not been involved in the writing, this thing might not have gotten off the ground back in the day. Yeah. But when you got a guy named Richard Pryor, going, no, you got to put the N word in there. You got to put the N word in there. Uh, he And Richard Pryor almost played the part of Bart. He just did not have enough screen credits for the 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 movie house to say, oh yeah, we'll we'll put him in there. So they wanted somebody with a little more screen time, and that's why they got Cleveland Little. And Cleveland Little is brilliant in his well, part. Cleveland Little and Gene Wilder, uh, oh, great team. Holy cow! Play so well against each other. Yeah. Well, um, even Richard Pryor later in life, him and Gene Wilder did a mess of films together. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they worked really well. I mean, it would have worked as well with Richard Pryor. It's just a it's just a little bit different with Cleavon Little. Cleavon did a great job. I think I think people need to look at this film. And and yes, it probably will never be made again. <laughs> but in the nineteen seventies when this came out, uh what was it? Seventy four. Seventy four. In the nineteen seventies when this came out, there was a lot of activism to uh kind of alleviate people from believing that black people were the 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 devils i mean we were in a situation where the watts riots had happened everyone was sitting there going oh my god black people are so bad they're so bad they're so bad um and this movie comes out and Mel Brooks is so good at gauging what's going on at that point in time in the world. And this was written in a way to where, hey. It was making me, I was like, he's the, he's the nicest, best dude in the whole film. His best buddy is a white dude. Yeah. It's like white and black people get along and make good things happen because of their camaraderie is kind of an underlying theme in the movie. Exactly. That I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that at the time that this movie came out, it was needed. Yeah. You, you, you needed to make fun of a bad situation. Yeah. You had to but, laugh. but acknowledge the fact that it's a bad situation. Exactly. And but bring it present. Yeah, it's it's a really weird fine line that he treads, trodden, or trod, where you know you want to you want to bring this to light, but you don't want to piss off people, but you want to make it funny, but you don't want to offend people. Yeah, you know, it's it's. It, and I think he did a great job. It's so weird, and I guess when we come to the synopsis of all this i i it'll all culminate but um i just i hate to slam a movie that was so brilliantly written and i'm not saying it's a bad movie i'm far from it it is still one of my most favorite movies. I will watch it again and again and again. It's just in this climate, in this day of age, I, you just couldn't get this on film again. The, the people that are 20 years old right now did not grow up seeing what we saw. And We barely saw what we saw. I mean, I was pretty damn young back then, but yeah, it's like, you knew it was in the background. But, I mean, we saw stuff that that just, I mean, back in the 70s, we still had hangings. We still had stuff going on that was bad. Yeah, the KKK was still in full force down south and doing nasty shit. Yeah. 
And this movie actually made it so that uh, it didn't make light. I mean, oh, God, how do I say this? Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're trying to say. It's, it's a difficult thing. It, it, it made you think about it. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, super heavy. You know, it, and it made fun of the people that should have been made fun of. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and back in the okay, West, yeah, back in the Wild West, that's the way these people talked. I get it, but you know, you made sure that that the audience understood. In 19- they're morons. They're di- yeah, they're the, they're the douchebags. In, douche bags, in 1974, uh, I guess what I'm saying is that people don't get down on Mel Brooks. In 1974. Cleavon Little never would have gotten a job. He got a job with Mel Brooks, and they made light of a freaking lot of shit. And it light, it totally lightened up a situation that was going on at that point in time. And uh, while this movie could not be made now, Mel Brooks did something to help society and help us through a situation to try to diffuse Mm -hmm. what was going on. So, yeah. Yeah, they were still working on civil rights in 1974. I'm if, if you, just to put it in perspective. Yeah. I'm so torn on this. Because you don't ha- you don't have to dislike the movie for any reason. You can love this movie and that's fine. It's just you, you couldn't make it today. Yeah. And it's kind of sad. And I think maybe some people need to go back to this movie. Oh yeah. Again. Um you get a chance to watch if you've never seen it watch it watch the uncut version yeah it's definitely worth it yeah all right guys we're gonna take a break um i might get out to go smoke a cigarette i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. oh oh hold on before we go yes I should probably share. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) This day's almost over, people. (laughs) Uh, Thankfully. All right, people. We'll be right back. Tennis music, right? Oh, hell no. This is Billy Myers. Oh. 80s. Can you hear me? Oh, I love it. Okay. I listen to this song every night driving home from work. (laughs) 
Um, people, I'm so sorry. You're going to listen to this. Song reset. You'll have to listen to it one more time. I was sitting here listening to the song and I was like, um, what does this song do to relate to me? And I was like, maybe we need to do a show. About your divorce? Yeah, we're gone. <laughs> Dude, I never talk about my divorce, do No, I? no, never. Hey, are you sure I don't talk about my divorce? No, you're fine. Absolutely. You're good, man. Don't worry about it. Okay. Bitch. Sandy. Sandy Rodriguez, Rushmore Rodriguez, Gromit Rodriguez, Davis Rodriguez. Zyger Rodriguez. I don't know what she is now. You got her number off a bathroom wall, right? Hello. Do you miss me? Said something about uh, Mount Rushmore and then had her phone number. <laughs> Yeah. I was smart. After a while, yes. <laughs> when I when I got divorced. Yeah, that's when you got smart. Alright guys, we'll be back. We'll be right back.
Start the fire. Hey, <laughs> hey. Perfect song to end this shit on. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. We hope that you all enjoyed our little uh, foray into movies that some we like and some, yeah, no, 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 heck no. Not no, but hell no. Hey, do you remember what we're doing next week? Well, hang on. I have the list right here. That would be... No, I don't know. Favorite museums and science centers. Oh, locations. Why you love them. Why you want to go see them. Mm. Places we've been. Places maybe we want to go to. Mm, yes. That should be kind of fun. Going to be a fun show. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a little bit on the later side. After today, that's okay. Fuck. We're evil. Um, little roller coaster, you know. It's okay. Yeah. It's good. It's all good. Yeah. So we have a lot of shit coming up here. Um, Pick away prison show oh. is coming. Oh, sweet! It is coming. I have him talked into coming on for an hour and a half to uh, discuss life after prison. Actually, I I think we should call this life living with my mother. <laughs> Compare and contrast. Prison, living with mom. Um, Mike's going to come on. We're going to have a good time. Uh, Yeah. Other than that, I'm hammered. I feel great. (laughs) I'm going to go to bed because I have to... Be at work. Work in the morning. Oh, in the morning. That's gonna be so pleasant. Uh, (laughs) Takes another draw of his big old Yeti cup of alcoholic beverage. Mm. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Your eyes are like slits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I've had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Davis and DavisShow.com. And if you'd like some merch with some faces on it, and hopefully we'll have some laser etch stuff here sometime in the near future. The Davis and Davis Show.com. God. Uh, anything else we need to say before we go? Good night and don't let the bed bugs bite. Shit. I'm old. I'm tired. <laughs> All right, people. Thank you for coming out, listening. Hey, well, we'll talk to you later. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> bye bye.